Hello, and welcome to Cultivate to Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Gunn. My mission is to help women find and live their purpose, resulting in discovering who they innately are. Throughout this podcast journey, I will help you to uncover your talents and your strengths to lead you on the path of realizing value in self, to grow in love of self, to lead to a fulfilling purpose, and to build stronger relationships. In this episode, I'll talk about emotions and how to build more positivity. The information provided is based on lived experiences as well as the teachings of Napoleon Hill. As defined on goodtherapy.org, emotion is a subjective state of mind. Emotions can be reactions to internal stimuli, such as thoughts or memories or events that occur in our environment. Emotions are not the same thing as moods. A mood is a state of mind that predisposes us to react a certain way. There are positive emotions and there are negative emotions. In the book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Mr. Hill talks about how your impulses are affected by positive and negative emotions. Use your positive emotions to feed your creative effort. Negative emotions will affect you, well, negatively. Mr. Hill states that positive and negative emotions cannot occupy the mind at the same time. We must form habits to apply and use positive emotions so that there is not room for negative emotions to occupy our mind. This is where focus needs to be to bring about positive energy and to block negative energy. That does not mean that we don't or can't experience negative emotions. We just don't wanna dwell there. So we're gonna start with some basic definitions of the seven major positive emotions. They are desire, faith, love, sex, enthusiasm, romance, and hope. So desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Love is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as for a parent, child, or friend. Sex is sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse. Enthusiasm is intense and eager enjoyment, interest, or approval. Romance is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Hope, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Now let's take a deeper look at the seven major positive emotions that give way to positive energy. Desire, a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Desire can be and should be used as a driving force of positive energy. To be able to do this, you must first know what it is that you truly desire. Don't necessarily dwell on the materialistic, although that can be included. Truly think about what the materialistic brings to you. Be specific, make it measurable. You have to know if you're on the right track to reaching your desires. Desire can and probably will change when you enter different parts of your life. 
Desires are unique to you. Spend some time truly examining what it is you desire. Once you're certain what that is, write it down. Place it in a prominent place or several places where you will see it. Read it out loud at least in the morning before your day starts and again when ending. But doing it throughout the day is even more beneficial. Keeping your desires forefront in your mind will help you in that goal. And when you're reading it, do it with feeling and emotion. Actually, like I said, read it out loud. Say it with feeling and emotion. Hear it in your voice. Picture it in your mind. What does it look like when you reach your desire? What kinds of things do you hear? Are there certain smells that are associated with your desire? Creating this habit of positive emotion puts this desire at the forefront of your mind and your heart. So what do you desire? Now let's look at the motion of faith. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. What do you believe in? Who do you believe in? Do you have faith in yourself? Do you have faith in your journey, your goals, and your abilities? To create a habit of faith, you need to answer the above questions. I highly recommend spending some time journaling the answers. Knowing where your faith lies exposes truth, meaning, and value about yourself. Without faith, there's not success. Without faith, there's not happiness. Without faith, there are not miracles. Create exercises in which to practice your faith. Do the exercises daily to create your habits. This knowledge combined with the habits aligned with desire will create increased positive emotions, which will in turn create more positive energy. Where does your faith lie? Now let's look at love. Love is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as for a parent, child, or friend. Where do you find love in your life? Start close, look at yourself. We must first have love of self to be able to truly love others. If you don't have it, truly have it, then you must work on it. Self-affirmation is a great start to develop love of self. I've provided other content here on my podcast to work on self-affirmations. Do not hesitate to reach out for help if you need it. Once you have established love of self, look at your next closest relationships. This is usually family. Family can be biological or close relationships that you just consider family. What does this love look like? Is it reciprocal? Move from there and examine your friends where you work, and people you interact with. Can you see and feel the love both directions? Create habits of self-affirmations, gratitude, and doing for others will enable you to build the emotion of love that will create more powerful, positive energy. Focusing on love does not leave room for other emotions that I'll talk about later. How do you see the emotion of love creating positive energy in your life? 
Now let's talk about sex. Sex is sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse. This is a positive emotion as so far as it is a meaningful, committed, love-filled action. Sex as a positive emotion is not separated from love and commitment. It is an intimacy shared that builds a unique bond. Once it is separated from meaning, love and commitment, negativity takes over. Destructiveness will begin to happen. Make it a habit to ensure sex includes love, meaningfulness, and commitment. You will feel how you are fueled with the positive energy resulting from this action. Think about the sex in your life. Does it have meaning? Does it involve love? Is there a commitment? If sex is causing you negative feelings and not creating positive energy, consider what habits you need to change. Moving on to enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is intense and eager enjoyment, interest or approval. To really dive into enthusiasm, you must truly know yourself. Reflect on your past. What has brought you the most enjoyment? Why? What are you most interested in pursuing? What does that look like? How can you live your interests in your daily life? I will skip the approval part for today as that's a much, much broader topic. But building your enthusiasm is as easy as developing habits that bring enjoyment and include your interests. Sometimes we have been told what we should do that we don't truly know what we enjoy or what interests us. At times when we do know, we stuff them deep down to do what is expected or seemingly profitable. Take time to get to know the real you, what you enjoy and what piques your interests. Build on these to build your enthusiasm. Now, taking a look at romance. Romance is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Romance is generally associated with new relationships. Many people think romance dies off after a certain time, usually when the newness wears off and people think they no longer need to try. How sad. Do you remember what it feels like when romance is alive? The positivity, the excitement, and the feeling of floating on clouds. It's a wonderful thing that we can create romance and build upon those feelings, no matter what stage in life or relationship we're in. Here's some questions to ponder to help build those habits. How do you feel when romance is alive? How are ways you can create romance? How are ways you can invite romance? What actions will you take today to bring romance into your life? Wrapping up the seven positive emotions is hope. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. When you have hope, there is a positivity towards the experience or the outcome. It is known that having and exuding this positivity makes the way for more positivity. You need to expect good things to happen. 
In Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he addresses that positivity and negativity cannot exist simultaneously. Through lived life experiences, I concur. Be negative, reap negative. Be positive, reap positive. Hope is powerful. Use it. Think about when you have experienced hope. Of the seven positive emotions that I've talked about so far, which one do you favor and which one do you need to work on? Now let's talk about the other side. Let's discover the seven major negative emotions that we need to avoid. There's fear, jealousy, hatred, revenge, greed, superstition, and anger. So some basic definitions are fear, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Jealousy, a feeling of unhappiness caused by wanting what someone else has. Hatred, intense dislike or ill will. Revenge, to exact punishment or expiation for a wrong on behalf of, especially in a resentful or vindictive spirit. Greed, excessive desire, especially for wealth or possessions. Superstition, a belief or notion not based on reason or knowledge in or of the ominous significance of a particular thing, circumstance, occurrence, or the like. Anger a strong feeling of displeasure and belligerence aroused by a wrong. Now going forward, I'll briefly analyze how to conquer these to build habits so you can replace the negative emotions with positive ones. Remember, our goal is to build our positive energy and reduce negative energy because what we, what we reap is what we'll get. We want to build positivity to have more positivity. So the first negative emotion, fear. It's an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Fear has the ability to immobilize you if you grant it permission. Usually fear is caused by past experiences or the unknown. When you are enveloped with fear, it's hard for you to move forward. You may procrastinate or just change course. This can cause you to miss out on great rewards and experiences. So what habits can you create to fight fear? One suggestion I have is to replace it with one of the seven positive emotions that I discussed earlier. For me, hope is a logical choice. For you, it may be something else. Instead of fearing the negative outcome, I choose hope, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Remember that you cannot be both positive and negative simultaneously. Another option in dealing with fear is to consider what the worst outcome would be. What are the consequences? Usually they're not as bad as we think. So how do you choose to conquer fear? Moving on, let's talk about jealousy. Jealousy is a feeling of unhappiness caused by wanting what someone else has. 
I think this is beginning to be even more common nowadays. When you're focused on what other people have, you can't truly appreciate what it is you have. This does not only apply to material possessions. It can be people, feelings, physical attributes, you know, that whole thing about FOMO, fear of missing out, or that instant gratification, somebody else got it before I did. Not only does jealousy create continued unhappiness, but it also blocks you from seeing what it is you truly need, even what you truly want. Your focus becomes that of someone else and you are no longer aligned with your needs and desires. Don't allow jealousy to rule your life. Focus on what is right for you. Focus on what you need. Focus on your blessings. How do you fight jealousy? Next up is hatred. Hatred is an intense dislike or ill will. What benefits does hatred truly have? None. Hatred will cause you to dwell in the negative. It will distract you from accomplishing your goals. It will distract you from following your desires. It will avert you from joy. Remember that negativity breeds negativity. Try substituting love for hatred. If that's too difficult, start with like. What are the positives of the thing or person causing the hatred? Spend time recognizing the good. How do you stifle hatred? Revenge is the next in the seven major negative emotions that we need to avoid. Revenge to extract punishment or expiation for wrong. Revenge to exact punishment or expiation for a wrong on behalf of, especially in a resentful or vindictive spirit. Just, just listen to that definition. Revenge to exact punishment or expiation for a wrong on behalf of, especially in a resentful or vindictive spirit. See, hear all of the anger and hatred, the negative emotions tied up in revenge. Many times fear is also entwined as a cause for revenge. I believe the best emotion to fight revenge is forgiveness. Concentrate on the gifts the other person has to offer instead of the mistakes they have made. What do you choose? Revenge or forgiveness? Let's move on to greed. Greed is excessive desire, especially for wealth or possessions. Often when we think about the definition of greed, we only think about money or possessions, but that's not the complete definition. In this materialistic society, it is definitely where a lot of people fall. But there are also things in everyday life where greed can take you down a negative path. Some instances I've witnessed where greed takes over, and maybe sometimes I've fallen into it at times myself, are power, control, influence, attention. Those scenarios usually occur in the workplace, but can be witnessed in social, social situations. These are surely ego building opportunities. They keep you thriving on the negative by putting others down. 
stifling the success of others or destroying the self-confidence of other people to build your own appearance of greatness. Reviewing our language, how we spend our time and how we spend our money will aid us in keeping in check to ward off greed. Remember that the gifts you were given are to serve others, not yourself. Think about ways that you have seen greed emerge in professional or social settings. How can you stop that? Superstition is another major, major negative emotion that we need to avoid. This has become mainstream. Superstition is a belief or notion not based on reason or knowledge in or of the ominous significance or particular thing, circumstances, occurrence, or the like. Many people believe in superstitions. You even see people who claim to have faith depend on superstitions to get the results that they desire. Superstitions stop you from doing the work that needs to be done. Superstitions will often replace faith exchanging a positive for a negative. Give up your superstitions and replace them with faith. Determine how you will remove superstitions in your life. I'm making a conscious effort to catch myself using the term luck, knowing that luck is just superstition. I'm choosing faith or hard work instead. The final negative emotion and the seven major negative emotions that we need to avoid is anger. Anger is a strong feeling of displeasure and belligerence aroused by wrong. Just think about what happens when you dwell in anger. Your blood pressure can rise. It can cause continued physical sickness like headaches, stomach aches, and more. It can create other negative emotions like hatred, jealousy, and revenge that perpetuate negativity. You are blinded by negativity. It can drain you of positive energies. You may even say things you don't really mean. How can you fight anger? Well, one, acknowledge the emotion. Two, understand the root cause. And three, replace it with a positive emotion. How can you replace it? It's easy. Choose one of the positive emotions that I talked about earlier. My choices would be hope, faith, or love. I might even decide to just pray for the person if it is a person that is the root cause. Most likely, if it is a person, they need more positivity in their life. Since you cannot be both positive and negative simultaneously, focus needs to be on utilizing positive emotions to help create more positive energy. That does not mean we do not or cannot experience negative emotions. We just shouldn't dwell in them. Remember to replace the negative emotions with positive emotions. Sure, it'll take time and it'll take effort. It's hard for all of us. But positivity creates more positivity. Negativity creates more negativity. You may need to keep a journal to help you determine where you need to make progress. 
I think sometimes we don't actually realize when we're being negative until after the fact. So really being aware of your actions, keeping a journal and seeing where your emotions are lying throughout the day and how you react to things. Sometimes you may be causing the negativity to perpetuate. So awareness is key. Be intentional in creating a positive energy filled life. And if you need help, don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Cultivate to Thrive podcast. Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and share with someone who needs to hear today's message. This podcast is brought to you by Cultivate and Thrive Coaching by Michelle. Have a blessed and purposeful week.